Welcome to the Cosmic Collective Podcast. I'm your host and psychic medium, Mads, and in this community, we talk about all things spiritual awakening, higher consciousness, and unlocking the path back to your soul. Welcome to the Collective. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. If you can hear any sort of rumbling in the background, I'm very sorry. Mystic is having some kibble, so I hope that you can't hear it. I hope it doesn't pick up, but welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're having a wonderful start to your week so far. I am very excited for this episode because it's one of my favorite topics. You've seen the title. We are going to be exploring the dimensions of consciousness and what it means to awaken through them. Um, So let's just jump into it. Um, Kind of a little refresh, I guess. Um, Consciousness is that voice in your head when you're reading. Um, It's the, the voice you have when you have thoughts. But there's different dimensions or sort of like levels to this consciousness, this stream of consciousness that is your soul. I say levels very lightly though because it's not tiered in the sense of like one on top of the other if that makes sense although it's sometimes depicted that way in like different pyramid hierarchies and um kind of like scopes of measuring the hertz of consciousness but really consciousness is um each new level or layer is all encompassing of the other layer is kind of like um You know those dolls? I forget what they're called, but um, there's like a big doll and then you open it and there's like a little doll and then you open it and there's a smaller doll and it just kind of goes on for like layers and layers. That is the best way that I can describe the different dimensions of consciousness to you to kind of understand that it's not like it is one on top of the other, but like it's all encompassing, if that makes sense. Um, And of course, with, you know, these different levels of consciousness, um... Again, I'm going to be using the term levels because I'm really not sure what else to use, Um, but it's really not hierarchical. It's so important to remember that different states of consciousness, different levels of consciousness and awareness, I'm seeing two, 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 how how synchronistic, (laughs) Um, they're not superior to the other. All these dimensions depict and kind of reference or explain is that the that dimension of consciousness the higher you go the more aware you are both as a person as a soul and as an interdimensional stream of consciousness as an interdimensional being and I feel like this conversation today is really going to help you understand what it means to be interdimensional because you do live across dimensions and you live in them all at once, which we're going to jump into a little bit. Um, And you might be wondering, how is that possible if I'm here on earth? You know, how do I live interdimensionally when I'm not aware of it? And that is simply because As a soul, you are currently contracted to a human experience, but there are still, the soul is not bound by um, time or space. The soul is pure consciousness. It is limitless. Um, And I've had this question with my clients before where they ask, well, if, if I live interdimensionally and 
um, you know, my, my soul is existing in all these different places um, and, and lifetimes all at once, then why is it that I am kind of quote unquote stuck here at this point in my life? Why can't I be living five years in the future of this lifetime? Or why can't I go back and start living my past life? Or why can't I go and um, become fully aware of my life off of this planet and, and fully in my soul? And the, the simple answer to that is that you have contracted like a work contract um, being on the planet right now at this fixed point in time uh, and space, this fixed point in space. So whenever you choose an earth life, um, you are aware of all the changes that are going to take place and the fact that you're not going to remember your soul or your interdimension, interdimensional um, awareness and consciousness and existence really um, until you fully awaken to the point of enlightenment Um, and even at that because you are still contracted here you can't just up and leave and because earth um, works third dimensionally as a planet as we've talked about in a couple episodes um, ago we we are ascending into the fifth dimensional you know earth consciousness as a as a planet as a collective um but the the fundamental structure of the planet of earth is third dimensional and that means that we operate in linear time and so um you know we are fixed at our spot in space even though we are mobile and moving our our we are fixed in this you know kind of system where time is moving through us at a linear um in a linear function. Um, so I hope that that makes sense with that already. Um, the other sort of part that we need to consider and take into play here is that there is a difference between vertical consciousness and horizontal consciousness. And for this episode, I want to keep it as you know simple and uncomplicated as possible. And so we're just going to be talking about vertical consciousness for um, for the sake of this episode, just to kind of help get your, your mind um, and your brain primed for the information. And also because this is the part that has to do with awakening. Um, so the difference between vertical and horizontal consciousness, for those of you curious, um, we will talk about the horizontal consciousness in the future. Vertical consciousness is... Um, you ascending as an individual in your own consciousness, in your own soul, going up different levels, kind of like climbing a staircase within your own mind and frequency and energy within your soul as a human being or yeah, just for the sake of this episode as a human being. (laughs) Um, Horizontal consciousness is um, the dimension of consciousness that you experience physically so on earth we are bound to the third dimensional plane of consciousness and that's why it's so amazing to be part of the experience of earth shifting into the fifth dimensional um, collective consciousness and that's also why it's going to take millennia for that to happen i just saw 727 which just so many cool number combinations um, has a lot to do with like 
spirituality, divinity, and finding balance within. So that's really interesting. Same with the 222. That's a lot of balance within, in case anyone is wondering what these numbers mean. Um, me going off on another little tangent. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to my train of thought. Um, but yeah, horizontal consciousness is the life that you experience collectively in your environment, your surroundings, the planet. Um, and there are other planets that operate fifth dimensionally. There are planets that operate seventh dimensionally, ninth dimensionally, eighth dimensionally. Um, and we'll talk about that in another episode. If you guys are interested, especially when we talk about star seeds, it'll be kind of important to explain, um, what those higher dimensional, um, worlds and life experiences look like, but vertical consciousness, um, you know, to kind of circle back is, just you ascending as an individual. And so regardless of what level of consciousness you attain and achieve in this lifetime, you aren't going to necessarily um, experience that in your physical environment. Or if you do, it won't always be consistent because um, a lot of people on the planet are already living fifth dimensionally. But in the fifth dimension collective in like let's say fifth dimensional pleiades um you could hold your hand out and go banana and a banana would appear in your hand because everyone is vibrating fifth dimensionally the entire planet the entire coding and structure is fifth dimensional but on earth we are still in the third dimensional construct and structure and that means that if I put my hand out like I've just done, even though you guys can't see me and say banana, a banana is not going to appear because my I am not living in a planet that structure is fifth dimensional, even though my life is higher dimensional. I hope that makes sense. So you can ascend and live your fifth dimensional life, and we'll talk about what that looks like as we work through the different dimensions today. We're going to cover... Um, seven of them because um, you can only achieve the seventh dimension of consciousness as a human and this is going to happen usually in your final lifetime and by final lifetime what I mean by that is your last contractual lifetime so we continue to contract lifetimes on earth because we have karma to clear and lessons to learn but there comes a point where you're on your last life. Like you you have a really good chance of getting through all the lessons and you'll kind of just know if you're on your last lifetime um, or not. It's something that like you'll know for a good portion of your life. Um, kind of like a soul memory because you'll already have awakened on the planet before and you'll awaken pretty early um, on on the planet in this incarnation as well. And so oftentimes in that scenario, 1111, I just saw 1111, <laughs> uh, oftentimes in, in that lifetime, you will um, achieve the seventh dimensional um, realm of consciousness within yourself. But even if you do that, you're not going to experience it in all of your connections or in the planet that you live on uh, because seventh dimensional is there is no negativity um and this is something that we're gonna kind of explain once i get through them all so i hope you're all able to follow and this is all making sense so far um we will talk about like i said horizontal consciousness 
at another time when we talk about starseeds, but for today, let's just talk about um, what it means to be ascending through um, the dimensions of consciousness within yourself. So the first dimension of consciousness is correlated to your root chakra, and that is in the curl of your spine. So when you're sitting down, you're kind of sitting, resting on your root chakra, and you've already surpassed this level of consciousness um, once you were born um, as a baby out of your mom you've surpassed that level uh, that dimension of consciousness because the root chakra is all about um, survival um, it's that's all it is it's your survival consciousness it's cells um, it is that like beginning form of consciousness within a being and how this relates in your mind is this is where your um, survival instincts will be, obviously, if it's your survival consciousness. But because of that, it's also where your fight or flight system um, is located in terms of the energetic uh, components. Yes, it's in your brain, but it's correlated to that energy center, to the root chakra. And so your trauma brain is actually directly correlated to your root chakra. So If you are someone who has immense anxiety, intrusive thoughts, PTSD, you're really going to want to focus on healing your root chakra. In the meantime, if you're looking at using binaural hertz for your root chakra, 396 hertz is what's going to help you rebalance it. Then we move into the second dimensional um, sphere of consciousness, which is your sacral chakra, and it's located in your uterus. Um, or just below your belly button. And this is responsible for your feelings, emotions. Um, It's the place of your inner child and your source of creativity. Um, Your inner child is that like super pure, kindred, um, limitless potential version of yourself that had so many dreams when Um, you were growing up like you wanted to be a princess or an astronaut or whatever it was Um, these are your your inner child's dreams and they will actually be a driving force when you reconnect to a higher part of your consciousness um, known as your soul Um, and that will happen as you move into fifth dimensional consciousness but we're going to kind of get into all of this a little bit more in depth as we keep ascending through definitions. Um, So for those of you who are clients of mine who have or who have been doing a lot of um, healing through your awakening, if you can hear um, the voice of your inner child and like it's distinguished and different and it sounds like a younger version of you, you are actually, and this is the cool part about being interdimensional, you are actually accessing and communicating with the second dimensional version of yourself. And same for for those of you who are hearing these intrusive thoughts. They don't sound like your own necessarily. Um, You are communicating with the first dimensional um, part of yourself, the first dimensional consciousness of your own soul, your own being. And then, of course, what's most common is the third dimension, um, which the collective is typically operating at. And the majority of people, honestly, still operate in third dimensional consciousness However, a lot of people are um, really actively trying to work out of this 
state of consciousness. And this is where things get really interesting. So your solar plexus chakra is located in the center of your stomach. If you can feel um, in the center of your chest, kind of where your ribs start to um, separate and go two different ways, if you go about three fingers down, two to three fingers down, that is your solar plexus. And you'll feel a really strong energy center there. And the solar plexus, the third dimension of consciousness is all about a sense of self, um, being aware of yourself, um, which is what distinguishes, um, you know, cats, um, dogs, animals from um, humans. They don't necessarily have an awareness of themselves, although from a higher dimensional standpoint, I kind of argue that with animals, but like, let's also use like a newborn baby. A newborn baby looks in the mirror and it has no idea it's looking at itself. Or so we think, or so we're aware. Um, We don't see any obvious signs of that until about um, 18 months to 24 months old. And that's because up until that point, the the child, the human, is second dimensional. And so then they begin to form this sense of identity in the third dimensional state of consciousness as they grow up. And this is typically where people will stop ascending consciousness. Um, So the solar plexus is also responsible for confidence and empowerment. Um, And of course... Um, this can also go on the other polar end where it's a lack of confidence, um, or an abuse of power really kind of depends like what the health of your chakras, um, and how they're operating. Um, if they're blocked, if they're overactive, um, the intentions of a person, all of those things. But the third dimensional state of consciousness is very rigid. Um, there is a very, obvious right and wrong there's a lot of expectations that are held on other people there's this huge um, sense and need for external validation external approval and it's very odd to the soul um, from a non-human perspective it is very odd um, to, to live in this way because it's not how the soul lives in higher dimensions in other planetary systems And this is where humanity has begun its ascent for the last 10 years, moving through what we know as the fourth dimension. And in the energy centers in the body, this is known as the heart chakra. And this is where deep healing and the breaking of cycles takes place. And it's also where you begin to access unconditional love. So whenever you're operating out of the third dimension, your love is actually not unconditional um, or it is very rarely unconditional. Like arguably it's, I really want to say like it's never really unconditional um, if you're operating only in the third dimension because you have not healed and transcended your ego enough to release your expectations of other people. And I feel like we should probably have like a conversation about expectations versus boundaries because they are not the same thing. And I have seen on like different parts of TikTok, which we need to go and debunk at some point in the journey of this podcast, that there is no such thing as unconditional love um, because it means that you get walked all over. But that's so far from the truth. And that is someone who's operating from a third dimensional standpoint. Unconditional love does not mean unconditional tolerance. I'm going to say it again. Unconditional love does not mean unconditional tolerance. And so unconditional love is a huge respect of boundaries, but a complete release of expectations. 
a quote that I really like here is, um, I'm going to butcher it, but it's like, um, I don't get to tell you how to love me. I get to see how you love and then decide if I want to be part of that. And I just got chills. So I feel like that's resonating or like hitting some of you. Um, but that's kind of where I'm going to leave that with the unconditional love tangent. Um, but through the heart chakra, this fourth dimensional state of consciousness, you're going to start gaining awareness, um, awareness of your wounds, awareness of cycles, awareness of the cycles of your parents, your grandparents, your family dynamic. Um, and this is typically where people really start feeling like the black sheep in their family because they're aware of things that maybe other people that are close to them are not. Um, this could be friends, this could be family, this could be coworkers, and it typically is a very uncomfortable transition moving from third to fifth because the fourth chakra is not um, a place of residence. Um, it is simply a bridge to your next home within yourself. I just got chills saying that. Um, so you're going to leave the third dimension and travel this bridge, kind of like Dora. And, um, you know, you might find, you know, what's what's the fox's name? Swiper no swiping. Oh my God. You might find Swiper under the bridge trying to taunt you, trying to bring you back to 3D, telling you that the healing is too hard. Um and, and it's, you know, it's overwhelming and it's extremely emotional and you're feeling so intensely. Um, but really at this point, you are already so aware that, um, you know, there's something that's trying to bring you back down and at the fourth dimensional level of consciousness, depending how far in it you've gotten yourself, like typically we want to say like after the halfway mark, there's no going back because you've understood and seen so much of yourself you've become so aware of certain parts of yourself um, that there is no going back you can't change the way that you see things now but up until that kind of halfway mark um, this is where a lot of people will start the healing get so overwhelmed because it's intense you'll, you'll feel a lot emotions that you have repressed for your entire life sometimes even lifetimes um, are gonna come up and uh, this is where, you know, before that halfway mark, some people turn around and they say, I'm not fucking doing this. Fuck that. It's a lot more comfortable in the 3D because it is because it's a lower dimension of consciousness where you can repress those memories, those emotions, those feelings and live the average typical mindset life. Um, personally, I wasn't really for it. The third dimension was excruciating, confusing and exhausting. Um, and I'm sure a lot of you who are listening to this podcast have also felt that way too. So most of you are likely traveling through the fourth dimension as we speak. Um, and if you are, I just want to tell you, like, you can do it. You can do it. There's a reason you started the journey. There's a reason you're following this path. There's a reason you want to know more about yourself and it might not be clear yet, um, hint, hint, that's your soul kind of pulling you back towards home, bringing you up into the higher realms of consciousness. Um, but you can do it. There is nothing more painful than living a repressed life where you don't acknowledge your pain and you don't heal yourself and take care of you. There's, there's nothing more painful and excruciating than that, no matter how hard the emotions are that you're healing through. Um, so just remember that you can do it. That's why you're doing it. And 
just give yourself some grace, be compassionate and be patient with yourself because it's not an easy journey and you can't rush it. Um, you really can't rush it. So don't try to do that. You're just going to get into avoidant cycles if you do that. Um, a good question actually for those of you who are like kind of finding yourself in that space of wanting to speed up your healing, ask yourself why, why do you need to get there at a certain point? Like there is no end to the healing. There is constant awareness and constant growth. There is like a good chunk of deep healing that there's obviously an end to, and then things just get a lot easier. Um, but why do you need to rush through it? Why is it so uncomfortable for you to sit in your emotions? I just saw 2525. So you might want to look up that number. Uh, I think it's relevant to, to kind of what we're saying here. So ask yourself why it's so uncomfortable to take your time through it. The ego wants to rush, right? And so whenever we notice that, we also have to go and ask the ego why it needs to rush. That also gives insight to those deeper wounds in the root chakra and the sacral chakra that need healing. So let's say, and this is my hope and my wish for all of you listening and for truly every single being on the planet is to move into the fifth dimension. You get to the fifth dimension. You've crossed the bridge of the heart chakra. You are here. And now what is happening? The fifth dimension of consciousness, which is related to the throat chakra, so speaking, is authentic self-expression. You are living your dream life. This is literally what we would refer to in this life as a dream life. Um, and this is where we're seeing a lot of um, people in the collective who are doing things unconventionally. For example, the life I lead and the career I have, extremely unconventional. Um, vloggers on YouTube, people who do social media for a living. Um, this is, you know, doing things differently. And that's what the throat chakra is all about. It's actually not about following a template, but about following your own bliss, really, like following what makes you happy. And at this dimension of consciousness, you don't listen to respond, you listen to hear. Because at this point, um, you're not going to be triggered by what people are saying to you, regardless of what they're saying. Your inner child might hear something that used to trigger her and be like, that, that kind of hurts. And then your higher consciousness, you as the fifth dimensional self will be like, yeah, but you know, this person's likely feeling this. And by the way that they spoke, we can hear that this is how they are feeling about themselves. Um, and so at the fifth dimensional level of consciousness, you really are on, on a larger scale than before really healing um, and healed from those deep triggers and those reactive responses um, that you would have had before in the third dimension, which we, we all had um, or have had in, in the past. And this is where you're going to learn how to deliver. Delivery is super important. The way that you word something, the pitch of your voice, the tone of your voice, the way that you express something, it, it gives a different energy. And this is what you're going to be learning with the throat chakra. And you're going to be learning how to live your own life unapologetically outside of the social norm and not feel like you have to kind of fight fight yourself or even fight your community or society um, and that's kind of one of the lessons that you'll learn here because at first in the fifth dimension a lot of people 
I know even myself, it's like you kind of just want to shake people and be like, why don't you see it? Why don't you get it? Um, Like, why can't you just accept me the way that I am? And this is where the next level of consciousness becomes imperative, um, which is the sixth dimensional sphere of consciousness. This is the third eye chakra. This is where you release all duality. You see everything as one. It's also where your psychic gifts come in, your premonitions and things like that, vivid dreams, symbolism, seeing angel numbers, things like that. Although you're going to see angel numbers before you get to the sixth dimension, the sixth dimension is all about releasing duality. And the way that I explain this is, let's say you get into an argument with someone. Not only are you going to see your perspective, their perspective, and the common perspective, which is likely what will happen if you're in the fourth or fifth dimension. Instead, you're going to see your perspective, their perspective, the common perspective for this lifetime, this scenario. Then you're going to see the karmic connection, whether it be positive, negative, or neutral between the two of you from past lives and other dimensions of living. You're going to understand your own karmic cycle within the argument. You're going to understand their karmic cycle within the argument. You're going to understand that, you know, both of you are coming from literally the same place with a different representation of the wound that caused you both to be triggered and have an argument and beyond and beyond and beyond. Like you're going to see things from so many different perspectives and with six dimensional consciousness, like you're not even going to be phased by these arguments because you're going to see so much and you're really going to notice that all is one, like whether you get into this argument with this person, you're going to recognize, despite how mad you are, that you're both trying to get to the same end. You just both want to feel happy and peaceful and stress-free and good um, and loved. And that really changes the dynamics of arguing. Like, there's like literally like no, no use for it because... And it's not to say that you don't want to speak up about things that are bothering you. You absolutely do. But like, I mean like heated arguments and like just like that very third dimensional kind of energy. Um, You won't take part in it anymore because you understand that there is no use and you can really put yourself in another person's shoes or perspective and be like, ah, okay, like I understand where this is coming from. This is going to balance itself out in a calmer conversation. Like, in higher dimensional consciousness, people aren't having arguments um, like this. Arguments are always going to be very low dimensional, very third dimensional, even arguably second dimensional. Um, And so once you release duality, you see everything as one. And one of the most notable experiences that I had um, with this, I can't pinpoint exactly like the day that it happened, obviously, because this shift is very gradual. Um, but if I were to look back like 10 years ago and like in high school, people wearing their outfits, um, and you know, just expressing themselves through their makeup, um, there were people that I absolutely judged and be like, why are you wearing that? And now I can see someone in the street wearing something that is like, definitely questionable to third dimensional society and I look at them and I can just I have so much love for them I just look at them and I'm like wow like you're just living this made you happy you put this on because you felt so good in it and like 
I love that. Like, I love that for you. And like, I'm like beaming right now talking about this and a bird just flew by. So like, that's so beautiful. Um, and it's not even just with what people are wearing. It's just people in general, like you love every human. And I think that that is something that kind of freaks people out. Like I genuinely love people and like even people that like, obviously people that I don't want to be in a relationship with, but like even like people from, you know, like high school, from my past who I'm not even like connected to anymore. I just have a lot of love for them because I understand their process. And I just think it's so cool that we are all souls that have come to earth to have this experience. And regardless of where we are individually or collectively, it is just so beautiful to all be souls on the planet. And I think that that is something too, that when I look at people um, after, you know, going through this state of consciousness, this dimension of consciousness, you look at people and you don't see them as human. You see them as a soul having a human experience. And the level of compassion that that breeds within a person, it's huge. It is huge. And this is where, you know, you'll really tap into that fourth dimensional you know, space of unconditional love. Like you just, you feel differently about people, man. Um, and of course we kind of mentioned that this is going to be in the third eye. The sixth dimension is where your, um, psychic gifts will come in. So psychic is not the same as medium. We'll talk about that in the seventh dimension. Um, but psychic is like premonitions and like having psychic dreams or psychic visions and things like that. That's going to happen when you have a fully open and fully active, third eye chakra and then that moves us all the way up to the crown because you I mean there are people who do just reside in the sixth dimension but typically at some point they're going to go to the seventh then you get to the seventh um, dimension of consciousness and this is located in the crown chakra at the, the top of your head and this is the connection to source or oneness the connection to the higher dimensions and this is enlightenment and peace and this is where you will find your mediumship gifts, being able to channel, um, receive esoteric information like I am able to do for you. You will also be able to do this for yourself and for the people around you. I do want to preface here, though, that um, just because I understand the third dimensional construct of enlightenment seems to be like a know-it-all, it's really not that. And I, I caution you to not have that perspective of enlightenment because enlightenment is never ending. You are constantly learning, constantly finding out new information. Um, and the seventh dimension arguably has the most layers to it to ascend through. Um, none of which you will surpass while as a human. Like there are just so many um, parts of the seventh dimension to get to and to be enlightened by um, that it's like this is where this is where it ends as a human being um a big part of the reason for that too is because the seventh dimension is where it's the it's the last dimension in which um you can be an individual half of your soul so we've talked about it before where um your soul is yin and yang as one that is your whole soul but um, with the twin flame uh, concept being very um, common nowadays, overused, I would argue, <laughs> um, 
we recognize that each human being is half a soul because the whole soul can't fit into such a small meat sack container. Like it's just, it's not, it's not possible. Um, and so at the seventh dimensional level, both, um, horizontally and vertically, this is the last, um, dimension of consciousness where you can be two halves of one soul. Once you get to eight, you are one soul, one being one consciousness fused completely together. Um, now at the seventh dimensional state of vertical consciousness within yourself, you can access, um, the consciousness of your whole soul. So whenever you are at the seventh dimensional frequency of consciousness within yourself, and you are still hearing your higher self, I forgot to mention this earlier, whenever you are third dimensional and you hear your higher self, you're hearing your fifth dimensional self. Whenever you're fifth dimensional and you're hearing your higher self, you're hearing your seventh dimensional self. So when you get to the seventh dimension, you might be asking, well, what am I just hearing myself? Sometimes yes, actually, frankly. Um, But at the seventh dimensional level, you are hearing sometimes your um, seventh dimensional self who is incarnated in seventh seventh dimensional horizontal consciousness, which this is going to be a mindfuck for some people. Um, But oftentimes you're going to be hearing... um, the higher self of your eighth and ninth dimensional self, which will in turn be your whole soul. Now, is everyone going to make it to the seventh dimension um, realm of consciousness? No, it really depends. And this isn't, this is where it gets confusing because then the ego will say, well, why not? If it's possible, why not? There's a few reasons. One, you have to be ready for what you're going to see in the sixth dimension and what you're going to know in the seventh dimension. And I'm telling you, it's not all sunshines and rainbows. The things you will come to know, you do not see the world the same. You cannot see the world the same. It is, um, it's a lot to handle. And depending on what lifetime you are in um, or on, I should say, if you are, let's say, in your fifth lifetime on earth, there's a good chance that you could near the end of your life get to this level of consciousness, but you're going to live the majority of your life in fifth. Um, And that's probably because if you're on your like fifth or sixth lifetime, you're just waking up for the first time uh, on the planet, likely in this life. If you've woken up on the planet before and you've become very aware of the workings of the planet before, then chances are you're going to advance to a seventh dimensional um, realm of consciousness. At what point in your life will this happen? I don't know. I can't tell you because I don't know your individual soul contract. All of this, the way that you ascend has everything to do with your soul contract and what your soul thought would be best for you and the lessons that you are trying to learn and the cycles that you are trying to break and begin in this lifetime for the greater good of your own higher consciousness of your soul. Everyone listening to this, everyone who is listening, their goal should be to get to a fifth dimensional frequency of consciousness within themselves um, and to live that fifth dimensional lifestyle as well. Now, you might be wondering, okay, how how do we ascend through our consciousness? Well, this is the work that I do with clients. Um, This is what my coaching programs are built for. So if you've been wanting assistance with this, um, send me an email at coaching at madsmess.com. 
and I can help you out. But for those of you who are like, I'd rather do this on my own. I don't think I need guidance or assistance just yet. This is what you need to do. I say need, but I will reword for your ego and say, this is what I recommend. (laughs) Um, I recommend that you meditate every day. Um, not necessarily, you can do guided meditation, but when I say meditate, I really mean introspect, sit with your thoughts every day. Um, how are you feeling? Why are you feeling what you're feeling? Where does it come from? Really like get into your mind. People are so afraid of their mind, um, and so afraid to sit in it that they find all these numbing distractions and ways to avoid being in their mind. But to get through this process of ascending consciousness, you have to get in your mind. And once you get in your mind um, and you get all of these answers and these insights and you feel all of these emotions, start journaling. Journal how you feel. Work it out because the mind is fifth dimensional and you need to get it out on paper to take what's in your mind and to put it on paper to release it third dimensionally. Release it in human form. This is why journaling is so helpful. People have asked me before, can I just meditate and not journal? You, by all means you can, but you're going to get the most benefit when you start writing because your block to writing is an ego block. Um, you feel like you can't write about it for some reason, um, or express it in that way for some reason, but that's really the way that you get it out of your mind, out of your energy, out of your system. And through journaling, this is where the shadow work comes in because you're going to start writing about emotions, feelings, and experiences that are really upsetting and this is where you're going to be able to start decoding them the best there is a a prompt that I give my clients and I've been giving it since I can remember and it's the like I call it like the 12 step um journal prompt and basically what you do is I'm giving you guys some really key information right now so pull your notes app out or get a pen and paper like I'm literally giving you guys a secret to my methodology right now. (laughs) Um, You're going to, you know, introspect. How how are you feeling? That's the first question. How are you feeling? And you're going to write the emotion that you're feeling. And you're going to say, okay, why am I feeling that emotion? Fill it in. You're going to get an answer. And you're going to then ask to that answer, why am I feeling, thinking, or believing that answer? And then with each answer you get, you're going to keep asking why over and over and over and over again, at least 12 steps. You're going to do this at least 12 times, 12 layers, so to speak. And this, what this is going to do is it's going to help you work through what you think the problem is, the surface layer issues and wounds and triggers. And it's actually going to bring you to the root. Um, It's going to bring you to that initial trauma or pretty close to it that is causing you to then feel this emotion um, or, or have this relived experience in your mind. Um, so yeah, the 12, the 12 step prompt, I, I really recommend as a part of shadow work, you do that every day, at least once a week. I'm telling you, you're going to start moving through this, this expansion and awareness of your consciousness. The other thing that I recommend doing is breath work. Um, doing this a couple of times a week or every day is going to be super helpful to move energy um, through your system. This really helps with the kundalini as well. And I'm also going to recommend that you walk, stretch, or do yoga every single day for a half an hour 
at least five minutes if you can, but ideally a half an hour because energy and emotions get stored physically in the body. You need to move this out. Um, there's a reason you feel better after working out. There's a reason you feel better after a good yoga or stretch or a nice walk outside. It's because you're actually moving energy out of your body. And this is important, especially for those of you who are healing um, trauma, karma, ancestral karma. So this is going to be a key factor to ascending through the dimensions. And like I said, you want to get to fifth. Um, that I know that everyone listening to this can get to fifth. Um, You just have to put the work in to get there. And it's a lot of deep healing at first, but you can do it. I hope that that makes sense for you all with getting through the dimensions. I hope that you have found this helpful and interesting nonetheless. And when we talk about star seeds, um, whenever that is, I will definitely touch on what horizontal dimensions are like. I think that'll be kind of interesting and important as well. Um, so yeah, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and I will see you next week and, uh, keep ascending your consciousness, keep healing, keep expanding, keep becoming self-aware. You can do it. I know you can. It's why you chose to have this journey. So keep it up and I'll see you in the next one.